Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Karen Janine, and we are talking about our words of the year and her interesting word of the year. And I'm really excited to dive into this conversation. So Karen, welcome into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Thank you for having me, Amy. I'm so honored to be here to share and to have this conversation and to really just kind of unpack what we've, you know, kind of shared a little bit about just before we got started. So I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to connect today. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself. Who are you and what do you do? So I am Karen Janine, and that's where I am all over uh, social media streets or in the digital streets, as they call it. And I am a, the fancy name is Financial Leadership Development Consultant. It's a fancy way to say that I help entrepreneurs to bridge that gap between where they are and where they want to be income-wise, life-wise, and just living the dream life through helping them create a business plan and a financial model. So I have a background in accounting. I have an undergrad degree in accounting and an executive MBA, and I've you know been a CFO for many organizations, mostly in the nonprofit area. Um, but that's where I find that you know most people need help. So what I try to do is I bring that corporate, high level, all the things you kind of see, you know, Amazon doing and some of those big companies. You like, how are they doing that? I bring that down to the entrepreneur by way of the work that I do. But I'm really focused on what it is that the entrepreneur wants herself, because I mostly work with women. What do you want? So if I was working with you, Amy, I'd say, Amy, what do you want? Not who do you want to serve or what do you want to do? What do you want? And so thus, when we get started into the conversation, I'll kind of tell you a little bit, you know, about how I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, And knowing what do you want that that can be a hard question for entrepreneurs or i mean anyone for that matter to answer you know how often do we not really know what we want because we're on autopilot we're just going through the motions we're working at a job that we feel obligated to be at we don't really take that time to to think about it and what do you want but once you know what you want that's where you come in you can make a plan to get there Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really want to know it's piercing the veil of all the things that we have covered up from the job, from being moms, from being wives, from being daughters and friends and all the things to everybody else. But that one simple question, what do you want is what I'm most interested in. I love that. Do you feel like as as moms and with the entrepreneurs that that you work with, that a lot of us are afraid to dream, that we're afraid to dream big? We're not afraid to dream big. We are afraid to live the dream that we've dreamed. Hmm, I like that. Yeah. That is a beautiful yeah, because answer. we dream we dream big all the time. Like we get amongst our girlfriends and we get amongst, you know, people and meetings and things like that. Even sometimes when we talk about 
what do you do? Tell me who you are and what do you do? Like, it's a big dream. But when it's time to step into that and actually put it into action, that's where we usually get stuck. Yeah. And so many of us do. And something I think that women, you know, especially a lot of women that I follow that we we do every year is we kind of set an intention for the year. We set a word for the year. And so you shared your word with me before we hit record today. And would you mind sharing that with listeners? I don't. It's, it's so incredible. And to be living it like in the moment. Um, so my word for this year is freedom. Love it. And the way... A couple of years ago, I started to do my yearly planning a little differently. I started to, um, from, you know, some, and it's not an idea and an original idea of my own, but it's definitely something that I've incorporated into the work that I do with people is I started adding a mission to everything that I wanted to do, every category that I wanted to, you know, that I wanted to have. And in the past, I would like I would have one big anchor, like, okay, what's the anchor that's gonna draw you back in? But to have one for every area of your life, like what's your area for, I mean, what's your mission for family? What's your mission for being a friend? What's your mission for fun, finances? And so when I looked at, you know, all of that and just in a life transition, my my children are grown and I'm no longer having to care for, you know, anybody else except myself. Freedom is how I kind of came to this word because I was like, I say this all the time. I talk about it in the work that I do, but I don't really know if I've ever really lived it. Yeah. And I think that's true for a lot of us. And And you've said too, freedom as you're starting to live this word out it's, it's kind of taking a different turn than you originally anticipated. Yes. Oh my, yes. So when I first started out, like, you know, write the word out or, you know, kind of the word that resonated with me, freedom. Yes. I know what that looks like doing what I want to do with the, you know, with those that you love whenever you want to. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. what I'm searching for. And that's what I'm going after. And as I'm walking this path, the first thing that I recognize is freedom is really surrender, surrendering. It's surrendering everything that you thought that it is or was and letting it go and being free to live in the moment and as things are unfolding. And for me, I'm a God girl. And so what that really means is being obedient right? Really listening to the steps that God is ordering from me and being free enough and willing to walk in those steps that he has ordered. So that doing things with who I love at the times that I love, when I love, like that's a nice definition and in a sense, like dream to have But the first thing I had to realize was I needed to surrender all of the rules and things of what I thought freedom was to me. Yeah. And that can be a scary thing to do, to surrender. So how did you navigate that? How did you lean into just 
living in the moment and trusting in the process because that that's where I think a lot of people get hung up. It's like, all right, I know what I need to do, but I'm scared. Yeah. So I haven't navigated. I am navigating, right? Because it's a moment by moment choice. So when I think about how I'm doing it is I'm staying close to God and I'm staying close to the thing that I trust, that, I, that I'm supposed to trust the most, right? And one of the things that, one of the main things that I'm surrendering is I'm surrendering to my own will of having to control. And so when I make that first choice and sometimes in the moment, and I don't always get it right. So don't think that this is just a glitters, unicorns and like all the things because it's not. Exactly. Sometimes it's, it's in the moment and it's an in the moment pause and a breath and a, okay, asking myself, all right, what do I do differently? What do I need to surrender in this moment? And so it's really having many small conversations and awareness of the things that you've already done. Because I know if I'm on this journey to freedom, what it means that I feel like I haven't achieved it yet. And we all know that in order to achieve something that you haven't had, you've got to do the things that you haven't done. And so I have to stop in those moments and say, okay, what do I do differently? Because I already know the outcome of the things that I've done. So what do I do differently in this moment? And sometimes it's easy breezy and sometimes it's a, okay, all right, what's the steps? What do I need to do first? And what do I need to do next? All right, we here. All right, what do I need to do first? And what do I need to do next? So, so powerful. And can I just thank you for your vulnerability and saying, you know, I, I don't always get it right because guess what? We're human. None of us do. Nobody always gets it right. Like we are not meant to, but I think the most powerful thing you said was that we have a choice. We have a choice in the moment. And when we're living moment by moment, we have that choice and that's where our power is. And once we develop that awareness, yes, we can change. We can make the choice to do something differently, to get that different outcome. And that right there is where you gain that power. You gain that control. You learn to trust because it's hard and you're not always going to get that right. But when you just stop and embrace that and you see, okay, what can I learn from this? What is this experience trying to teach me? and come at it from that, you know, just growth mindset, powerful changes occur. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing that I've, um, that I've noticed is again, for me, I'm a God girl. And so these scriptures that I tend to say over and over all the time, they're coming to life and they have new meaning. So if, you aren't a believer, but you have quotes, you have someone that you follow, you have affirmations, whatever that is that you talk yourself through in those hard moments. Sometimes we don't believe what we believe. 
Right. Right. Like we say these things, but do we really believe them? So as I'm walking through this journey of freedom and really living in these moments of freedom, I'm finding that um, take no thought for tomorrow, for today has its own challenges. It has a new meaning. Put your trust in me. Focus on me first and all these other things will be added. Like it has a new meaning. Um, I am that I am. Like who sent you here? Like, and sometimes that's all that you have is I'm here because he sent me here. And so a lot of these things that we have said and that kind of makes us feel good in the moment, they have, they begin to take new meaning when you surrender to the thing that you have been believing, but really not believing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there is research behind that. And that's why, you know, a lot of times affirmations don't work until you have that core belief in yourself of what you're telling yourself. There's some really interesting research that came out too by Mel Robbins um, a couple of years back and she talks about the high five habit. So I would definitely encourage listeners to look into that. And it's, it's really powerful because unless you believe what you're telling yourself, you can continue to tell yourself this over and over, but you have to truly believe it because if you don't believe it, you're not going to make that change. You're just, you're keeping yourself stuck. So um, definitely look into the high five habit. It's really fascinating research. And I've actually got my kids doing it now too. And I've seen a change and it's just a little thing each day. But when you start believing in you and, and the potential and power you have, it's truly incredible. It is. Yep. And the world does a really good job of directing our attention to other things that we should believe in. Yeah. Um, and I think the first, like sometimes the, if I really think about it, the first point of, you know, having us to believe something else is in school, right? Yeah. When we send our children to school and don't get me wrong, school is absolutely necessary, but oftentimes that's where dreams are drowned. Yeah. Because we don't get a chance to be creative because we have to fit into this, you know, to this box of these different subjects. And so when it's time to blossom or our creativity to just journey off into the wilderness, it's like, hey, wait a minute, like that's not okay. We need you to bring that back. Um, and so I think just over time throughout life of different circumstances and society, we learn how to believe in other things or outside sources more than we believe in ourselves. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you know, something else I want to add on to that is I almost feel like that's where a lot of our fear of failure comes in because we're taught that it's not okay to fail. You cannot fail if you, you know, get an F on a report or your report card, like that's bad, you know? So that's ingrained in us from such a young age. So yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of work to do in this world, but we are out to change the narrative and Karen, I think you are incredible and I truly appreciate you sharing your journey and the, the nuggets of wisdom you've gained from life along the way with our listeners today. Where can Thank we you. learn more about you? 
So again, I am in the social media streets at uh, Karen Janine, and that's Karen with a Y. And I have, I do have a freebie that I offer to my audience a lot. It is called, it's uh, at bit.ly financial wealth starts here. And the reason why I kind of named it that is because again, that's one of those things that we often want and we desire. We want financial wealth because that's where they say that we should, you know, we should start or we should all aspire to have that financial wealth. And so I, I did this piece, Financial Wealth Starts Here, and it's really, again, digging into what do you want. It's helping you to dig a little deeper into what do you want and to help you to unpack that. Oh, that's awesome. We will link that up in the show notes, so be sure to click on that and download that free resource. Karen, thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to connect today. It was a fabulous conversation. Thank you so much, Amy, again for having me. Absolutely. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this.